the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to hour number two of Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Catch the podcast, 989theanswer.com. We are joined at the top of this hour by U.S. Senate candidate Bernie Moreno. Before I bring Bernie on, I want to play for you uh, a tweet that uh, Bernie posted yesterday, about 24 hours ago. He was in New York City in front of the Roosevelt Hotel, and this is what he said. Today, this hotel is fully occupied, all 1,025 rooms completely booked, full of illegal migrant families being housed here at a cost of $6,000 per month per family. That's $75 million in taxpayer money used here at this one hotel in midtown Manhattan. The worst part of the story, this hotel is owned by the Pakistani government. That's right, the same government that housed Osama bin Laden is now getting $75 million a year from American taxpayers to house families that are here illegally in America. Now let's bring Bernie Moreno on. And by the way, that tweet, uh, as of right now, has been reposted uh, almost 9,300 times. Bernie, you clearly struck a nerve with that. Uh, Tell me why you were in New York and uh, what else you found out about the immigration situation. Well, thank you for having me, Bruce. I appreciate it. I'm here because my daughter, my oldest daughter, is about to have a baby. So she's due in two weeks. So I came out here with my wife, and my wife's going to stay here throughout the rest of the month uh, to be with her and my two-year-old grandbaby. And I had been talking about this story with the Roosevelt Hotel. It's not something that you see on CNN, certainly (laughs) on any uh, mainstream media. But it's just an incredible example of Americans paying six thousand dollars a month i don't know anybody who pays six thousand dollars a month in rent uh but yet that's what we're paying at a madison avenue what used to be a luxury hotel to house people that aren't even supposed to be in this country in the first place wow bernie moreno our guest he's running for the republican nomination for u.s senate in 2024 follow him on twitter at bernie moreno or follow his website berniemoreno.com uh, this uh, has come full circle in New York. You know, we way back in the day before they really had to deal with this issue, uh, same in other quote-unquote sanctuary cities, uh, they were all for it. Uh, now they actually have to uh, finance it. They have to make it work, and they're finding it impossible to do that. I know you've been to the border, and I, I just kind of wonder, first of all, before we get into the nuts and bolts of it, um, how much do you think the border is going to be an issue in 2024, the economy. Uh, there are a lot of other places where people could focus uh, their dissatisfaction with the Biden administration, but the border is clearly one of them. Uh, how much of a factor do you think that will be? It's a top one, two issue, uh, Bruce, because the reality is we're seeing the border affect every corner of Ohio. I was in Marietta. The uh, sheriff there broke up uh, drug cartels that were renting Airbnbs, smuggling humans, selling mm. drugs. Uh, in Clark County, Ohio, not far from Columbus, an illegal immigrant driving a minivan crashed into a school bus and killed a young child. So this is affecting us 
everywhere. Uh, Sherrod Brown sticks his head in the sand and says there's nothing to see here, that the border and the problem is a right-wing conspiracy theory. So I think it's going to be an issue. I personally think, as the Senate reconvenes today in D.C., that they should not allow any spin- spending bills to go forward without a plan to absolutely once and for all secure our border. Yeah, I agree with you on that, and I'm glad you know about that Clark County situation because it's just heartbreaking. I mean, you know, we say the border touches everywhere. Every place is a border town. Well, when you put your 11-year-old son on a bus to go to a, you know, a a country school, uh, Springfield, Ohio, suburban Springfield, uh, you do not expect to get a call that your son uh, has died. And you certainly do not expect to get a call that the porous border policies have allowed someone into our country whose driving led to the death of your son. So it really does touch everyone. And uh, I, I, I just can't fathom why the Democrats uh, are doing what they're doing on the border, which is basically undoing every Trump policy. Uh, there's a theory out there that it's uh, you know a replacement voter scheme. They deny that. But what do you think the reason is for why they do not care about the border? I think they think it's America's responsibility to take care of the rest of the world. I think there's also a uh, part of it that believes that it's America's fault because of, uh, of uh, global warming affecting these <laughs> South and Central American countries. And a lot of it is just uh, that the extreme part of the Democratic Party is completely out of their mind. Yeah, all true. Bernie Moreno, our guest, running for Senate on the Republican side of the ticket. Uh, Follow his schedule at BernieMoreno.com, and you can follow him on Twitter at Bernie Moreno. Uh, Joe Biden has COVID again, Bernie, and, uh, you know, I thought uh, somebody who was boosted twice, vaccinated twice. Do you really think Democrats are going to try to make COVID again a factor in the uh, upcoming presidential election? Oh, absolutely, 100%. And that's why I've been talking about this for the last few weeks, is we we got to play offense, Bruce. We can't play continue to play defense only you're a sports guy you can't win a football game if you only play defense we have to play offense jd just introduced legislation preemptively to say uh, corporations government airlines cannot force mask and vaccine mandates on people this is the beginning of uh, what feels like february of 2020 when you started to get this sense like hey what's going on and all of a sudden, the government's heavy hand was used in a way that we never thought was possible. It's what motivated me to run for office in the first place. We will not comply. We cannot comply. We cannot allow the government to do this. And we have to insist that all Republicans are as clear on this issue as J.D. I know you have to run for an appointment, but I wanted to play what Joe Biden said over the weekend about why he hasn't visited East Palestine yet. I haven't had the occasion to go to East Palestine. There's a lot going on. Here and I just haven't been able to break. I was thinking whether I'd go to East Palestine this week, but I then was reminded I've got to go literally around the world. A lot going on, Bernie. You can't make it there. Well, first of all, it's East Palestine. He would, yep. he of course would know that, uh, Bruce. But uh, <laughs> listen, at this point, the people don't even want him there. Uh, he knows that if he went there, he would be booed mercilessly. Uh, he doesn't care about working uh, uh, white working class Americans. It's crystal, crystal clear. This is a place that voted 80% for President Trump today, would vote 100% for President Trump. He knows that. He doesn't care. He'd rather spend more money in Ukraine and hang out with uh, the World Economic Forum folks and hang out in uh, East Palestine, Ohio. That's who the Democrat Party is today. That's what we just have to 
make it clear to voters they understand this is not the party of the working class. This is the party of the elites and people who, quite frankly, look down and disparage working class Americans. Yeah, right on all counts. Thank you for pointing out the absurdity of that New York migrant situation. Uh, Thank you for stepping away from a successful uh, leisurely life to run. I know it's an element of service to you. I wish you well on your trip to New York and with the birth of another grandchild. You can follow Bernie on Twitter at Bernie Moreno. His website is BernieMoreno.com. Always a pleasure to have you on. Thanks so much for the visit. Thank you, Bruce. Bernie Moreno, everybody. And by the way, Joe Biden also over the weekend, uh, not just speaking about East Palestine. Uh, Here he was at a union rally. See if you can spot the lie. I held this job before me with just one of two presidents in history. He was one of, but here's an important point, one of two presidents who left office with fewer jobs in America than when he got elected office. Uh, One of two presidents in history who left office with fewer jobs than when he got elected. Gee, could anybody? I thought our economy was, you know, was doing pretty well up until. Oh, all right. COVID, a pandemic where we told everybody they had to stay home because they might get COVID like Jill Biden did after being vaccinated twice and boosted twice. Okay, maybe tell the whole story, Joe on the uh, whole (laughs) jobs situation. Now, the other uh, thing Joe Biden said over the weekend was uh, also a lie. He's apparently getting tired of people counting up the number of days that he goes to his beach house in Delaware. So he's back at his beach house in Delaware after being on vacation for a week in Delaware, after being on vacation for a week in Lake Tahoe, and he goes to Jacksonville for survey the hurricane damage over the weekend. And then he's back in Delaware and he saw the press and he decided he'd walk over to the press and set him straight on something important. Oh, by the way, the reason I'm here today, just for one day, I know I'm on vacation. I'm not. I have no home to go to. The Secret Service has torn my house up in a good way to make it secure. So I have no place to go when I come to Delaware except here right now. I'm only here for one day. Are you no, I'm not homeless. I just have one home. I have a beautiful home. But I, I'm down here for the day because I can't go home I just have one home in Delaware because his other home, other than his beach home, is being retrofitted by the Secret Service so it's safe for him to go to. How long does that take? Does that take more than like a year? Like he's th- oh, third year of his presidency. They're not done retrofitting the other Biden home yet? I have nowhere to go to, he said. I have nowhere to go to. Are you homeless? No, no, I'm not homeless. I just have one home. I I guess I've been under the mistaken impression that as a place to live, you know, the White House, pretty good good place. Camp David? Like I that's that's it's not it's not terrible. It's not the Roosevelt Hotel with all the migrants. But he's only got the one home. Only one. Well, Labor Day weekend did not do much to uh, improve Joe Biden's standing in the polls, or Donald Trump's, for that matter. Uh, Trump, of course, leads the uh, Republican primary polling, Uh, but he is, of course, facing multiple indictments in multiple locations. 
And there are many who wonder if that will eat away at his stamina and will result in someone else winning the Republican nomination. Uh, Joe Biden, who overwhelmingly is viewed by the American electorate as too old to be president, better hope that Donald Trump is his opponent, because I cannot foresee any other Republican presidential candidate who could emerge from the primaries as an alternative to Trump who would stand any reasonable chance of losing to Joe Biden. Nikki Haley would beat him. Tim Scott would beat him. Ron DeSantis would beat him. I even think Vivek Ramaswamy might beat him. But Vivek is not going to win the nomination. It'll be one of those other three. Now, the numbers are ugly. Uh, Wall Street Journal poll. 42% 42 approve of the job Joe Biden is doing. 57% do not. He has a 39% favorable rating, just overall, not not how the job he's doing, just how do you view him, favorably or unfavorably. 39% approved. So his approval rating personally is a tad lower than his job approval rating, which is different. Like job approval is, how's how's he doing the job? The approval overall is just, do you like this guy? No, people don't like him. 58% unfavorable. Here's the problem. Donald Trump, same exact numbers. Same exact numbers. So again, I would think, I would think, maybe I'm wrong, that the goal is to win the presidency. To win the presidency. But the Republican Party seems to be determined to run Donald Trump. It's make America Trump again. Not make America great again. Not let's beat Joe Biden. It's make America Trump again. That is what they are into. Unless the support for Trump is much softer than people say that it is. Uh, ABC News poll. Age as a factor in whether or not people will vote for you as a candidate. 77%. Almost 8 out of 10. Say Biden is too old to serve again, including 69% of Democrats. 51% say Trump is too old to serve, but only 28% of Republicans say Trump is too old to serve. Uh, Here's Karl Rove, political strategist on the polling and what it tells you. Think about this. His favorable is 39. His unfavorable is 58. But guess what? That's the exact same number for the favorable and unfavorable for Donald Trump. We have the two most disliked candidates, front runners for the Republican and Democratic nominations in history. And you're right. Mentally fit. Biden is 36 percent say yes. 60 percent say no. Trump, it's 46, 49. Too old. 73, 22 for Biden. Only 47 to 45 for Trump, who's only three years younger. So uh, Biden's in tough trouble on the issue of age and mental fitness, and who thinks that's going to get better for him? It's not. The speculation, of course, continues that the Democrats will dump out of Joe Biden at some point in time and will anoint or appoint someone else to run for him. They, of course, have to manage that in a way that Kamala Harris doesn't slide into the alternative to Joe Biden role because I would not say that Trump would lose to Kamala Harris. Harris's approval ratings are lower than Biden's, with good reason, because she speaks in word salads. Guy Benson, also Fox News political strategist, says that if Biden's going to be getting out, he better be doing it soon. 
And I think you can watch the president and even see the fact that he's doing very little on the campaign trail. I know he's technically running for re-election, doesn't really feel like he is in a meaningful way. And some of the numbers I was referencing earlier just swirling out there, people aren't happy with him as the incumbent. You would think at his age, with all of the factors at play, that he'd be perhaps looking for an exit here. Mm -hmm. However, every day that moves forward, every day that ticks ahead on the calendar where he is still the declared nominee or presumed nominee for the Democrats, makes it harder and harder for anyone else to sort of throw together a campaign and get traction. So the sooner the better. If he's going to not run, someone else will need or someone else, multiple people, will have to build up a campaign apparatus to then fill that void. The fact that he's still in it and is the incumbent and says he's running uh, suggests to me that that's exactly what we should expect. Yeah, but the saddest part, the saddest part of our political reality now is that we do, as Bernie uh, Goldberg once said, we do root for laundry. We don't root for people. We don't root for policies. We root for laundry. We root for red. We root for blue. It's how John Fetterman got elected to the Senate. And it's how whoever steps in for Joe Biden would have a reasonable chance of winning. The easiest way to campaign against Gavin Newsom is once a week. Go to L.A. or San Francisco and do a political speech right on the street amid all the feces and all the needles and all the rot of the inner city. Every single week, be in California somewhere. L.A., San Francisco shouldn't be hard. But you and I both know mainstream media wouldn't cover it. Only Fox would. The message wouldn't get out. So we are at a really dangerous inflection point in this country where what is covered is massaged to uphold the candidacy or the policies of one party. It's been that way ever since the Hunter Biden laptop. They just have such a visceral hatred of Donald Trump that they will bend, well, not even bend, break, contort, misshape all manner of fairness and journalistic ethics to hold up what they think is a favor to the rest of the country because you just aren't smart enough to realize that Donald Trump is an evil, terrible, horrible, awful orange man bad, and you cannot have him as your president. Meanwhile, they ignore what the people close to Joe Biden are doing to him. Here's an Iowa Catholic priest named Michael Damastus on Joe Biden. What I believe is not really what's best for me personally or even necessarily the state of Iowa. Who, who's best for our country? And frankly, what they're doing to Joe Biden is sad. It's criminal. The man should be in a nursing home. He he should be being cared for by family that loves him instead of being paraded around like he is. It's it's a real sad thing. And I think that we want a person that's going to speak to the values that Americans believe in, a person that's got the record to show that they've actually done it, and a person who's got character, moral standing to be able to to say, I can lead and we can trust in this person to do so. What I believe. Well, that's not Joe Biden. That's for sure. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.